Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Woo! That was a, another another fun one, man. That's uh, that's points in what five straight? That's three straight wins. Flyers are looking good, baby. Um, you know, Toronto is a good team. Uh, they lose Marner. Flyers get out to that 2-0 lead. Yeah, they gave it up, but that's um depending on what depending on what you think of Toronto, man. Um, back-to-back 65-minute games, uh, you know, playing even with them. I happen to think Toronto's a little better than their record. Um, uh, they've been pretty damn good at home, though, and, hey, I can't, can't complain about this one. Uh, I, I, well, you can. There are some things we can complain about, as this chair just won't stop swiveling. Um, I mean, but let's, let's get to the positives first. Um, let's lead it off with that Giroux. Oh, my God. That Giroux, uh, that Giroux goal was just. Let me make sure that the audio is good. All right, I think everything's fine. Yeah, that Giroux goal in the in the shootout was freaking incredible. Um, he has so many moves and almost beats goalies so often. I was glad to just see him uh, come out and let it rip. Made up for that. Um, made up for that two on one where he tried to back the goalie in, slow it down, wait it out, and. Uh, you know, uh, didn't didn't pass and then just ripped the shot and missed it high and wide. I would say more than made up for it with that OT goal or with that uh, shootout goal. Sean Couturier wins it. Dude has been clutched. That's another game-winning goal for him. That's two in a row. Um, uh, when he had the – yeah, he beat Montreal in overtime. He had the winner against Toronto tonight, and he had that uh, the Forsberg goal in, over, in the shootout a couple of uh, – was that the Devils game? So – Man, that was that was some good stuff. He's clearly still ailing uh, in the face-off circle, but he's gotten it out, making things happen. Um, how about that fourth line tonight? Uh, I, I thought Flet- or, uh, Fletcher. I thought uh, Av overplayed the fourth line. Like I know they were playing well, and I like that to an extent. Get them out there; they're rolling. But like the last shift of the game of of regulation, when they have you know really good players on the ice, I don't know if that's the route I would have taken. But uh, it you know it all it all works out, and um, they play to a draw, sixty five minutes, and win it in the skills competition. But I thought that was I, I liked what I saw out of the fourth line tonight. They gave up a little the other way, sure, but considering what we've been getting out of the fourth line, um, I thought they were phenomenal. Um, We'll see about Andre off. He looked good tonight. I'll tell you that. Um, I actually like Google Maps it. He grew up like less than his hometown is like less than half an hour from uh, less than half an hour from uh, Scotiabank. So you know he's 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 basically in his hometown. Gets his uh, first call up of the year. So uh, maybe this was just really amped up Andre off, uh, but I loved what I saw out of him. That uh, that battle in front that he won that led off that crazy sequence um, where Anderson made like the three saves laying down was incredible. Uh, but uh, to Andre F's qu- credit, I haven't seen a guy battle in front like that since Wayne Simmons. Um, I-, I was really happy with that fourth line production tonight. Um, the one negative, and there's no way not to bring this up, is um, – is Ivan Provorov. I mean, uh, we've talked all season, and, you know, we're, what, 16 games in or whatever, but we've talked all season about how um, I, I think the turnovers have been a little overblown, and for the most part, he's been pretty good. But, man, he was just freaking terrible tonight. 
Um, turnovers happen. You know, I, I say all the time, if you have the puck a lot, you're going to turn it over. But it, it, he turned it over every time he touched it tonight. He was just he was a he was a disaster out there. There's no other way to put it. Um, on the game tying goal, I thought I, I thought Niskanen was bad too. You know, I've been high on Niskanen all year, but I, I thought Niskanen was not good tonight. Uh, on the game tying goal, he needs to cancel out the stick there. He needs to get stick on stick. There's no way the man that you are in front of can possibly um, can possibly tap that one in uh, to tie the game in that situation. I just thought Provorov and Niskanen were not close to what we've seen out of them for uh, for the most part this season. And that kind of shit happens, you know. Uh, it Sure, you play bad games, but this was – I just thought – it wasn't just fighting the puck. It was – you. that was an MMA fight against the puck. And Provorov was not doing very well. Um, that It would have been the most poetic justice, though, um, the most poetic justice in the world if Provorov nets that uh, nets that overtime winner on that nice move he made because he beats the goalie, gets it to his backhand, and just flubs it. Flubs it wide. I, like, that was exactly his night. He If he had picked the puck up and tried to throw it in the net, he might have hit himself. He would have hit the post and hit himself in the face. Like, that's the kind of night Provorov had tonight. Um but I don't want to kill the guy on a night they win. Uh, even with his terrible play, they force, you know, the one point against Toronto on the road, Hockey Night in Canada. This is a big game, and it leads off, um, you know, this back-to-back. They have Boston tomorrow. That's a tough game. Boston is freaking good, man. Uh, so getting the two points tonight really uh, really sets you up well for tomorrow. Carter Hart back in net for tomorrow. And if you're looking for somewhere to watch that game, Sunday night, you're not really sure where to go. Get a couple of beers, watch the Fly Guys take on the Big Bad Bruins. May I suggest to you Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, my favorite bar in the whole Jersey Shore, the absolute best place to watch a Flyers game or any game because they have all the direct TV packages for the NHL, the MLB, and uh, the NBA. So you can catch whatever you're looking to catch at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in uh, Wildwood Crest. But it's not just a great place to watch a game, which it is. It's not just a great place to have a couple beers. It is. The food, uh, absolutely spectacular. I've been telling you about the pork sandwich for weeks now. Do get the pork sandwich. If that's your thing, you won't be disappointed. However, chicken pot pie, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Recommend. All right. Uh, I I just want to get to you guys tonight. Let's get to you. Let's see what you all have to say. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's lead it off with Steve. Provorov looked confused out there tonight. I don't think he looked confused. I just think he looked like he couldn't handle the puck. I think it was I, – I, I was shocked A.V. put him out in overtime, honestly. I mean, he's your number one defenseman. I get it. It's Provorov. You, you lean on your best players. Guys like, and yeah, he almost scores the game winner on that, you know, so um, he he did make some things happen, but in the three-on-three three where it is all about puck possession, protecting the puck, not making the big mistake with the puck, I was shocked to see him out on the ice in overtime because, man, he was one, he was one flub pass away from losing them this game. Um, Banff killed it tonight. Yeah, Elliot. Man, I can't. I don't think I said enough about Elliot in the open. He's looking great. Really liking what they're doing with the uh, 
with the workload for Hart and how they're managing um, how they're managing Brian Elliott uh, to get the most out of him because he is good when you manage him. And as long as they uh, they continue to monitor that situation, and as long as Carter Hart continues to pull his weight because that's a huge part of it, they're going to go to the vet if the if the kid can't get it done. So it's it's a it's a balancing act, and you want to see that Carter Hart's been very good lately. So you're able to pull back on Elliott's workload, and you can get the kind of efforts you get out of him tonight. Saturday night in Toronto, game goes to OT, game goes to a shootout, and you get the absolute best out of Brian Elliott. I don't know what, I don't know what else you can ask for out of the guy who's labeled the backup on this team. That's, that's as good as it gets. Made some clutch saves. Um, the goals that won it, went in were, I mean, come on. Um, I was oh, – Toronto has so much top-end talent at forward. It's unbelievable. Flyers got a little lucky um, with Marner leaving with the ankle injury tonight. But watching a lot of these players, uh, obviously Matthews is a generational scorer. Tavares has been an all-star for a long time. We know how good he is. Uh, Marner, excellent. I would not want to try to defend William Nylander. Like, the straight-ahead guys are one thing. You kind of know what they're going to do. They're better than you, and they will probably beat you. But I'd rather know what a guy is going to do and just play my game against his than William Nylander, who you can't cover. That dude is so slippery, so shifty, just his hands. Uh, That goal he scored in the shootout, he he was – I wouldn't want to be out on the ice against William Nealand. I mean, I don't want to be out on the ice against, like, my drunk friends, let alone NHLers. Let's, I'm just, like, watching all their top-end players tonight. The one who's the hardest to account for, I believe, is uh, is Nylander. Again, like, I, I know how good everyone else is. I'm not saying he's better than them. I'm just saying watching them all, he's like the X factor, the, the guy that you just don't know. Um, he's just so shifty. Uh Kasperi Kapanen, too, man. We all have the soft spot for Kapanen because of his dad, and we like the kind of game he plays, and we love his speed, but um, the respect they give his speed as he's coming into the zone, they just keep – and this is the, – the Flyers' blue line is not the Flyers' blue line of years past where, yep, back it up, back it up. Uh, you can put backup alarms on all of them. That's not the Flyers' blue line anymore, but – when Kasperi Kapanen was hitting the blue line with the puck, everyone was like, you know what? I'm good at the hash marks. Uh, so that was uh, – he's really good. But, yeah, I can't say enough about the defensive effort tonight either. Um, let's bring it up. Uh, that's Maple Leafs do get 40 shots. Uh, I thought especially in the first period, Flyers did a great job of dealing with the speed, dealing with the skill. They do – I mean, they get out shot 40 to 32 um flyers actually led the way in the third 13 11 but it's it's a tight margin in all in all the periods flyers played basically even with the leafs uh most of the night i can't believe face-offs are only 55 45 it seemed like maple leafs won two out of every three easy i don't know but yeah that, that was just my takeaway uh, this is from James. I live in the West Sky. I live on the West Coast. Watch a lot of Kings games. I never liked Andreoff's game with them, but he looked better tonight. Probably not something to count on. No, I'm not counting on him. Um, but like, uh, yeah, if he comes out and looks worse than Chris Stewart, you know, tomorrow, I wouldn't be freaking shocked. Um, actually, wouldn't be surprised if. Stewart draws into the line. I don't know. How do you break up that fourth line after the game they had? That was a stupid thing to say. There's no way they break up the fourth line when they've been looking for consistency all year. Um, uh, I w- but 
for for tonight, it, that was you know they're going to mix and match, and whoever's playing well is going to get to play. And fourth line was excellent. Myers better stick. Myers ain't going nowhere. Let's look at the ice time tonight uh, among the defensemen. Phil Myers, nineteen fifty four, plays more than Ghost and plays more than Braun. Um, plays a tad less than Niskanen. Provorov and Sanheim led the way. Provorov 25-32, Sanheim 22-38. So, uh, yeah, Myers gets used as a uh, Myers gets used as a top four defenseman tonight. Um, that goal, dude. How many snipes have we seen this Flyers team make like that over the last how many years? Like that was a beautiful freaking shot. Uh, just, oof, oof, got me a little hot just thinking about it. Boston has been beat down recently. Their um, their secondary scoring is definitely catching up with them, but that first line is freaking incredible, man. Um, try, uh, Pasternak and Marchand are either the top scoring duo or the second top scoring duo in the league. Can't remember if it's him or if, uh, I can't remember if it's if it's them or Drysaitel and McDavid, but they they've been uh, they've been awesome. That they're tough to match up against. It'll be interesting to see with. Um, what they do with the matchups with Couturier, um, with Couturier with the shoulder issue, can't take the draws. They're on the road, so home team dictates the matchups. Matthews was out a lot against Giroud tonight, and I thought beat him up pretty good in the faceoff circle. Um, so we'll see how uh, we'll see how the matchups play out tomorrow. But that Boston top line, man, and that we know how good their blue line is. Uh, do you think Jake will turn his game around soon or keep being brutal? Uh, I thought Jake was especially bad in like the first period, first half of the game, and first period is when the Flyers played their best. Uh, so I was, yeah, I go back and forth on Jake. I think I'm pretty fair with the guy. I think I criticize him when he deserves criticism, and I think I point out unfair criticism when I see that as well. Uh, but he was, oof. there's no. Uh, he was not good tonight. He was not the least bit good tonight, I wouldn't say. What's your thoughts on Elliott so far this season? I mean, as long as you manage his workload, he'll be fine. Uh, he's a perfect for the role he's in. He is good. You just have to make sure you don't overuse him. That's it. Stoked for tomorrow? How can he not be, man? I mean, this is a big this is a big matchup. Boston's one of the best teams in the East. You're coming off a big win. You're hot right now. You're picking up points. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, why not? Why not get excited in mid-November? Why not? Uh, I'm not going to lie. After that second goal, my, my initial reaction was, oh, boy, here we go again. Flyers got to stop uh, giving me many heart attacks because you just never know when I say, oh, boy, we're – yeah. Um, that's That's something we're all going to have to get over. They are no longer – for the most part, I mean, it happened in um, it happened in Pittsburgh. Absolutely, they just sometimes you get speed bag. That that's that's what happens in hockey. Um, I uh, uh but I, I think I have noticed quite a bit this year that this is not the same team that lets things snowball, lets things get out of control. They'll blow like Toronto's a good team. Did you think there was a possibility the Maple Leafs weren't going to score two goals tonight? I, you know, when you give them up, obviously makes it hurt more. But at the end of the day, you held that offense to two goals. That's good. You gave your chance. You gave yourself a chance to win. It was going to take, you know, a little something extra to beat them. It turns out that little something extra was five minutes of overtime and a shootout. Uh, glad it didn't go eleven rounds this time, though. I like it when the good players decide the shootouts. Different team, different outcome. It's refreshing. Agree, Sam. Agree. 
Uh, Moose just gave us a chance to win, and that's uh, all you can ask for. Yes, you can't ask for any more than that. I agree, Tom. He kept them in the game. <clears throat> he did his job tonight. Uh, I thought Freddie Anderson did a, sp a spectacular job, especially in the second half of the game. Um, he was – I'm that sequence against the damn uh, – against the fourth line was just ridiculous. Flyers have a chance to show they're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference this week. Who would have thought that? Yeah, they look good, man. Uh, a win tomorrow is – how good is – is this team actually really good? Because I still think they're uh, – I still think they're a work in progress. Like – uh, I'm excited because everything I've been thinking for a while is coming to fruition. So it shows me I'm not crazy, and that excites me. Like, I've seen this in them, the ability to win games in multiple ways. Um, but I do believe, especially for this first half of the season, uh, when you don't know what your bottom six really is going to look like on a night-to-night -night basis where you're going to get out of them as these young defensemen really start to mature and really start to learn the rigors of the NHLs. I know they've, they've got experience, but now it's about uh, putting it all together. And I, I think we're seeing it more nights than not, obviously a night like tonight out of Prover, all of you go, Jesus Christ. But I think for the most part, he's been pretty damn good this year. Obviously we've already talked, talked about Phil Myers and how good he was tonight. He was all over the place He's been spectacular since they called him up. Just want to see him keep going. Like Sandheim's game tonight, I don't think he stood out, but I thought he looked solid. Um, those two together, really a, really a fan of that pair. What jersey is that behind you? It's a Charleston Chiefs jersey. I wonder what the I wonder what the record for shootout saves against a single team is in a season. That's a great question because what he had, what do you have? Two tonight and nine last game. Yeah. Myers is a beast. Couldn't agree more, Andrew. I didn't think Ghost had a particularly bad game tonight, by the way. Very weird decision to dump the puck in OT there. Yeah, that was – I was going to come in and say one of my positives was I think we're really starting to see Ghost turn it on. And that dumping was baffling. Like, I I was like, is, is the clock wrong? What? How do you dump the puck in overtime? You realize it's three on three, right? Uh, I, that shit blew my mind. But other than that, which was a stupid-ass decision, uh, I, I liked Ghost's game tonight. I think he's starting to figure it out. He's starting to come around. Um, like him on that second power play, though. Shouldn't you be decorating for Christmas, Mike? That's been done. We were done before the puck drop tonight. G will open up if we can su successfully put him back on wing. I've liked the way he's played. For, uh, I've liked the way he's played at center this year so much more uh, than in years past. I think him, Farabee, and Voracek have really uh, built some chemistry very quickly. Um, but ultimately, I just like I just think Giroux is a middle, uh, like a good middle six center, but I think he's a good middle six center and a legit first-line winger. And I want the production of a first-line winger, not a decent, you know, second-line center. Um, and that's just what I think, uh, that's just what I think the point in his career he's at. He's still awesome. Love the guy. Hope he's here for the next 10 years. Um, but I just need him back at wing right now. He's doing fine and they need him there because they don't have, you know, they don't have three top nine centers. So this is what they have to do. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, ultimately you want him back at wing. Fourth line looked pretty solid. Pitlick had a bunch of chances. Yeah, that was that was surprising, Dave. Uh, 
see us roll all four, especially when we have back-to-backs. Yeah, I, I did. I thought that was an interesting production note that J.J. kept making sure to remind everybody, like, yes, it probably is crazy to play the fourth line this much, but they do play Boston tomorrow. And, like, it, look, they've gone to OT for the last five games. They need all their skaters. They can't. They can't shorten the bench right now. Like at the end of overtime, they were gassed. How much did those guys play tonight? Let's take a look here. Um, Pitlick eleven fifty four and all but yeah. So he had like eleven minutes at even strength. Um, where are the rest of you? Raffle ten fifty four. He had like uh, eight and a half minutes at even strength. And where did you go, Andre? Off. Yeah, so they all basically played 11 minutes at even strength. That's I, I actually thought it was way more than that. I can't believe it's only it's only that much. That's shocking, actually. thought it was 13, 14 minutes, easy. G with the hit of the game, and in the first four minutes, that was nice to see. That's uh, I, I talked about how good you know uh, I thought Nylander looked tonight and how bad I wouldn't want to uh, be out on the ice against him. But, G, man, uh, I – Stepping in. I, I love when G gets physical, man. Looks like he he just looks young when he when he starts getting physical. Limblom's deflection was unreal. That was inc- I was I was just like, oh, that was sick by JVR. Like I just figured it was JVR because shit, man, that's what he gets paid to do is those net front goals like that. But when I saw it was Limblom, I was like, damn. And then to see like that was man. If Limblom is even better than I thought he was going to be, that's so big for this team. That's so big for our depth, everything. Sure is great having TK on our team. Yeah, man. How good is this guy? Uh, what did he get to tonight? Let's see. Where are you? Where are you, TK? Yeah, he picks up the assist. It is his... Come on, scroll, scroll, scroll. Come on. He gets the assist on that Limblom goal. It's his 10th of the year. What does he have? Seven goals? Yeah, so he's got 17 points in 16 games. I'll take it. I'll take that all day. That's production. We haven't even come close to playing our best yet. Um, yeah, I, I like I said, I think this is a team. This team is a work in progress. I think they have been playing pretty good hockey, considering they still have holes in their lineup. Considering, like this is under 20 games with the new coach new guys cycling into the lineup, young players working their way in. Um, no, I don't think they've played their best yet, but I do think they've reached their potential on a lot of given nights. Like their best in March is just going to be better with, than what their best is right now, you know? Um, so, I, yeah, I, I agree, though. I, I do think this is going to be a better all-around team as the season progresses. If we win against the Bruins and Rass tomorrow, I will be insanely giddy. I, if they beat the Bruins tomorrow, I'm going to be on here screaming. It's not going to be a post game. I won't take questions. I'll just be screaming for eight minutes. All right, where are we? Uh, this was big going into Boston and then following up with the Caps. Uh, two points if you steal one in the next two games, then you're rolling. Uh, it's a game-by-game thing, man. They just got to play their like, – like, I was hoping for two freaking points out of this weekend, and now you have two in the bank. Like, let's let's keep it rolling here. This is a game-by-game league. I thought Ghost was very good tonight, well, at least compared to what he was. Oh, yeah, no, that's without a doubt. Uh, other than that decision in overtime, I liked Ghost's game a lot tonight. I think he's coming along. Um, the really limiting 
Braun's number, uh, Braun's playing time at 5-0-5, which I think is smart. I think Braun is very useful on the penalty kill. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that the penalty kill is like pretty good now, and um, and Justin Braun is here. So, I, uh, but at five on five, he is your sixth defenseman without a doubt. I have two questions, and please. Can you answer them? What are the Flyers going to do with Patrick and Moran? Well, I, I they're going to wait on Nolan Patrick, and Sam Moran's going to get surgery and rehab. What do you think? Like, do you think they're just going to give up on Nolan Patrick? Like, what what do you think the options are there? He's got a migraine disorder. They're trying to figure out how best to deal with it. He'll be back. Like, I don't think his career is over. Um it's frustrating, but, like, what do you think the options are with Nolan Patrick? Oh, we had the second overall pick dropped in our laps. He hasn't quite worked out as a 21-year-old. Time to give up. Like, I, what do you think the options are? Sam Moran? I mean, he isn't very good to begin with. Now he's torn the same knee twice. He's going to get surgery and rehab, and we'll see if he's got anything left in the tank to be a nice AHLer, probably. Where's Hart? Hurt? No, he just... Goalies don't play every single game. Dudes were gassed, Bill. I don't know about tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's. I, I thought absolutely they were gassed. That's. Uh, I think Vigneault did a good job of distributing the ice time. Um, but it's. It, it'll definitely be a fight tomorrow, without a doubt. It's gonna. It's these all these back to backs. This crazy ass schedule. It is gonna catch up to them, but they're dealing with it right now. They're winning games. They're doing what they have to do. So just keep it rolling. Um, Life's hard sometimes. I liked Raffle at center. Um, yeah, considering what they've had at center, he's he looked good. I thought he made some nice defensive plays, won a few big draws. Um, I don't think like he's your ideal center for a fourth line, but I don't think they have an ideal center for a fourth line right now. Uh, I like Lawton there when he comes back, but uh, I, is he a better winger? Probably. Um it's going to be – they're going to mix and match. Uh, they're going to mix and match at, at that spot for right now. I liked what I saw out of the three guys who played tonight. We'll see how they play tomorrow too. Like the way I saw Andre off uh, battling for net front position. Yeah, that was – I liked I, I liked what I saw out of him, especially in the offensive zone. Haxtell was shocked. Lindblom and Myers scored. There were two rushes early in the game. I can't remember if it was first or second period. But, like, uh, Toronto had, like, back-to-back rushes where they had speed, they had numbers, and basically went to the outside and backwards. And I was just like, thank you, Dave Haxtell. Don't attack the center of the ice. Don't try to get to where the goal is because, fuck it, why would you make it easier to score for yourself? Go backwards and to the outside. That's the way real men play hockey. Like, oh, my God. It was just so freaking hack, it, in, especially in the first period, I thought, for um, for Toronto. Yeah, awesome slap shot by Claude in the shootout. That was freaking awesome. Pick that corner like that. Um, after, you know, having some chances at the end of uh, regulation and an OT, it, it, that was a good – that was some good redemption right there, I thought. Claude Giroux with the classic slapper that would make the glow puck go wild. Yeah, absolutely. When are we getting a Lehigh Valley Frosty up here? I, yeah, Bri, I don't know, man. Um, he's got, apparently, 
just some just some issues managing the puck, knowing when to take risks, knowing when not to. Uh, most young players aren't ready at his age. Uh, you know, I know the league is trending younger and younger. You want to see him up here, and at the end of the day, he's probably one of your 12 most talented forwards in the organization, so you want him here, but they're pretty comfortable letting him uh, letting him get it, get his reps, letting him learn the pro game, letting him get stronger in the neutral zone and the defensive zone, letting him get stronger at the mental aspects of the game. And he'll be up when he's ready. I want him up now. Obviously, I don't know what I don't know when or if Nolan Patrick's going to be back. I I want this lineup solidified. Like having Frost at three C, having Giroux on wing to me with Hayes and Faraby. That's your best possible chance to have like a um, a top nine that can compete for not just getting in the playoffs, but a Metro Division title. But they're comfortable letting him uh, – they're comfortable letting Frost develop. And if this was the previous regime, I'd be kicking and screaming because we, we're, we're seeing it right now. Like, Myers should have been up. Limblom – Haxtell scratched Limblom his last game here. I just saw the uh, – they, they were showing Limblom, I think, since January 9th last year. He leads all people who were in that rookie class in goal scoring. And that's like three weeks after Hackstall got fired. Basically, Hackstall got fired and Oscar Lindblom became a true top six forward. Like, it's unbelievable. Um, but we've seen these guys. The previous regime didn't get the benefit of the doubt because these guys were kept down too long. They didn't trust them. Then they come up and perform well. Like Travis Sanheim, the year he had last year, you go, you know, he probably should have been up for the full season the year before. But this regime, I mean, I, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. They started with rookies uh, straight out of camp. They bring up Farabee after four games. Myers is here. You know, they're playing Limblom and TK on the top line. Um, I can't – I don't have a reason not to trust this regime with them saying it's not, a, it's not a question of he's too young. It's a question of he's actually not ready. And those two things are different, you know. Uh, so I'm going to trust this regime for the time being. Once this team starts to gel and come together, they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I'm I'm really high on them right now, and I'm excited about the way they're playing. However, I do think like they are going to hit some rough patches, especially in this first half of the season. They're, they're going to play up and down hockey. I just don't think there's any way around that, given all the circumstances surrounding the team. And the, as the season goes on, though, like I keep saying, I think that they're going to get better. Bruins Flyers to start up Eagles Pats week. Let's go! Oh, that's right. All right, so we got a good uh, we got a good seven days of New England stuff going on here. Winter is coming. Bring up frost. All right, I like it. You know what? We're gonna start saying that on the show, Alex. So thank you for that. I saw Hackstall on the Leafs bench and had a PTSD flashback. I saw Hackstall on the Leafs bench and said thank you for not being here anymore. Hayes has been a little quiet lately, but he still seems to play well defensively and killing penalties. Yeah, I don't have any complaints about Hayes. Uh, I thought he was just more overall effective, but he's like, Jake hasn't been very good, and he, Carson Twensky's on his line now. Like, I, I, how many times? Twensky could have had three goals tonight off of, uh, off of Hayes' setups, it feels like. So I, I just think Hayes will be better. And he's, like you said, and I agree, um, I, I don't think he's playing poorly. I just think he looked better when 
he was playing with other guys, and they just have a, a, a wonky lineup right now. It'll it'll get sorted, and I think he'll be just fine. I think Hayes, this is uh yeah, I think Hayes will get going goal-wise again soon. Really glad his D, his D has been good uh, uh, good through in that pass to Provy and OT. Oh, my God. that I forgot that to set up the Provorov was that awesome Hayes play uh, to get it through uh, to Provorov on the opposite side of the ice all alone. That was that was freaking incredible. He had a bunch. Of, I thought he had he made a bunch of good passes tonight. Protected the puck. Found um, didn't force a lot. Uh, waited. Just made took that extra second to protect the puck and then find a guy come loose and set them up for a scoring chance. I I I like the way Hayes is playing and I think he'll get in that piling up points like a he'll have an eight or nine game point streak at some point just to. Because that's how regression works, right? Yeah. Fancy stats, baby. You can't turn the puck over to Boston, though. Really got to clean that up. No, and I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to give up as many odd man rushes as they gave up to the uh, to the Leafs tonight. Even uh, the Leafs misplayed a bunch of them. Um, Brian Elliott was pretty good all night, but I, I don't want to. Uh, if they play, if they play as loose with the puck as they did tonight, it has a chance to go very poorly. Provorov is horrible in the power play, fumbles the puck too much, put Ghost back on the top power play where he belongs. I, I, he's been much better on the power play this year. Ultimately, I don't uh, – listen, I think Ghost belongs there too, but he hasn't been getting it done either. I would like Sanheim in that spot. They haven't felt comfortable using him too much on the power play yet, but I would like to give him a shot. But uh, Provorov has been putting up some power play points. He's got like six or seven – He's already at a career high in power play points, I'm pretty sure. Hey, Bill, should I rock the 3D Flyers, Ronick, Stanley Cup, Danny Briere, or Black Claude Giroux? Anything but the 3D. I hate that freaking jersey. That's like, I free, I, that's a terrible, I hate it. I hate that jersey. Hayes with a Boston homecoming tomorrow night. That's right. Yeah, New England kid. He's actually from some town that got absorbed by actual Boston, right? Like, that's the thing. It was like a suburb of Boston, and then it just became Boston, I think. Read that somewhere. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll get the uh, maybe we'll get out of Hayes what we got out of Andre off tonight. Hat trick time. Yeah, why not? Why not? Hayes is playing with Voracek and Taransky and getting no power play time. He has been fine. Yeah, that's been a little surprising the uh, the lack of power play time, but just the way. Um, uh, shit, though, man. I do. I will say, even as soon as tomorrow. Hayes and Voracek spot on uh, on the Giroux unit because, man, Voracek, and I stick up for him because he's one of those guys that the turnovers are glaring, but he often makes plays too, and it's just that balance, how much positive versus negative. I think he's been especially bad on the power play, and I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Hayes there at all. Hayes has a little bit heavier a shot. He's every bit the playmaker, if not better than Voracek is at this point. So, um, you know, protects the puck better without a doubt. So uh, as soon as tomorrow, I want Kevin Hayes on the uh, on the Giroux power play unit. Terensky is a fourth liner at best, and that, that's good. You need fourth liners who can play. Um, they just like him. They, they just like the role he plays on that third line. Uh, like I said, it's a wonky lineup right now. They don't have all the things they need, and that happens in a contact sport. That's just – you're not going to have everybody all the time. 
it's really hard to do, you know? Maple Leafs probably feeling real good about the way things are going for them, or at least the way their future's looking. Some young players coming along, uh, you know, their great players are great. Boom, Mitch Marner injures his ankle tonight. It, that's just hockey. Uh, but I think this is, while I don't want Terensky on the third line, I don't, you know? Why would I with the talent we could have there? Uh, if everything, you know, if everything, everything being equal, why would I want him? on that spot, but I think it will ultimately be good for him, um, you know, when he gets moved to a fourth-line role, because I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Lawton, Roffel, Terensky when this lineup is back together, what it should be, the 12 forwards. We talked about it on BSH Radio on Wednesday, like, uh, what would, because the, the fourth line is going to be a work in progress. It's going to be an experiment. If Andre Off sucks tomorrow, I don't expect him to be here whenever the next game is, Tuesday or whatever. Uh, Wednesday against the Caps, right. They actually have two days off, and then another three and four. Like, Jesus, this schedule's nuts. Ugh, this, that freaking, you know what? Good. We got a lot of hockey to watch. Who doesn't love watching hockey? Bill, are we having more fun than ever since Flyers hockey is back to being fun again? <laughs> I'm having the most fun doing these post games as uh, as I ever have, I'll tell you that. Um, I did a couple of playoff ones, so that was cool and all, but, uh, yeah, um, like tonight, it's Saturday night, I'm freaking tired, I didn't sleep at all last night, I had to work early this morning, I didn't really feel like hanging out with you guys for 45 minutes, an hour, and here we are at 42 minutes, and I'm like, how can I stop? The Flyers are good, I've been waiting for this for a long freaking time. Pitlick swaps spots with Terensky. I, I don't want both. That's I don't want both of them in the lineup at all. Um, right now, these are the only guys you have. They they just don't seem to like all Bay Cubell. They just don't really feel like giving him a shot. Um, they haven't been impressed with Vorobiev. There's going to be a lot of you know. Bunneman already had his shot and did not perform a little bit. Um, they like what they're getting out of Terensky in terms of compete and playing his role. Uh, I don't know if I want Pit like I don't want Pitlick getting third line minutes. I, I, that's not doing it for me either. I heard that Patrick was not wearing the no contact jersey in practices before they hit the road. Do you know anything about that? Uh, yeah, this came up on the show on Wednesday, and I believe Dave, Dave Isaac tweeted about it as well. Um, Patrick was at practice, and he was wearing a regular jersey. However, it was like a short practice. Like, they didn't have the full squad out there, and it was like there wasn't contact. So there was no need for a no-contact jersey because it wasn't – like, they weren't scrimmaging or anything, you know. There weren't battle drills going on. It, it, so, yes, was he wearing – he was not technically wearing a no-contact jersey, but – it seems like it's because there was no contact in that practice. Provorov had his worst game, but dude is still on track for 55 points. Everyone would have taken that at the beginning of the year, and there were a lot of bouncing pucks today, not just Provy. Yeah, no, I, I think I think Provorov has played pretty well overall this year, but he sucked tonight, flat out. He sucked. I, I and I. Anyone who has the puck a lot turns the puck over a lot. Look at the league leaders in turnovers. It's the best players in the league. You know why? Because they always have the puck. That's hockey. Play. It, it's a really fast game. Um, but there's a difference. There's there. Tonight was shit. It was pure shit. 
Um, would have loved for him to score that winner in overtime just to, like, build his confidence back up, let him throw out the rest of that game and go, this is what I am. Even when I play the worst game of my season, I'm a difference maker and be off and running. But the dude is still playing 24 minutes a game. Uh, he was over that tonight with the overtime. He had to be at at least 25. What was it? Proverov, 25-32. Um, you know, like, yeah, on pace for the 55 points. Last I checked, he was on, like, he, his goal-scoring pace a couple of days ago was the same as his 17-goal season. He's not going to get that because that was, like, a stupid year where he had a bunch of slap shots, like, squeak through the five hole and stuff. He's not going to get 17. Um, but I, I think – his poor play has been overblown to this point this year. I think he's actually been pretty good on the majority of his shifts, but like some major mistakes do definitely stick out. Not saying that, uh, but tonight he was objectively bad. Like you can't, you can't be a disaster with the puck. I'll make excuses for you with turnovers all day, but not, not the way they happened tonight. That was just shit. I'd love to see Hayes in place of Voracek on G's power play unit. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, how about the hits Terensky had tonight? Seemed to be very physical and active when hitting. Uh, it was nice to see. Yeah, and I think that's just what they want out of him. Um, they don't have anybody to match the skill of a Hayes and Voracek, even though Voracek's having a bad season. He's not playing well, and he was bad again tonight. Um, they don't have a guy who, like, fits on that line, you know? as a It's a third line, but it's really talent-wise with those two. It's a top you know, it's a top two line. Um, so they just want him going out and playing that role. Go and be that physical guy. Get in on the forecheck. Protect your teammates. Do the things you'd be doing if you were playing on a fourth line, just more. Get to the net. Uh, I made the comparison, I think, last post game. He's got to play the uh, the Michael Roffel role when Roffel was, uh, was with Giroux and Voracek. He has to get in on the forecheck, get the puck to the good players, and then get his ass to the net. And I, I like the way he's been uh, physical so far. I still think Voracek going to be traded by deadline. Jamie Ben wants out of Dallas. Sign me up for Voracek and Ben all day. Voracek for Ben all day. I, I, I just I'll believe that kind of thing when it, like that's a blockbuster. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Like it's been a long time since the Flyers made a trade like that. You know that's a. That's a big one, um, but we'll see. Bet Leafs Twitter is freaking out. Coot's going to get the Selkie nod this year. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, it's awards voting. Most of the voters don't watch every team. Like, that's a, like, you know. I don't, I, the, the awards, I, I don't, like, look at the way, Claude Giroux, single-handedly, like, the, the year they go to the playoffs and Giroux has the 100-point season, to, he's not a, a top three in the heart, and Couturier doesn't win the Selkie. Well, they were the only two doing anything on the team. So if neither, like, how did this season happen if it wasn't for those two? Like, <laughs> I just don't take the, the awards voting. is It's a fun way to get uh, C-level celebrities, um, you know. Oh, yeah, let's get uh, Marshall's friend Brad from How I Met Your Mother to host it. Like, oh, cool, dude. Do we know what's up with Cooch's shoulder? I thought they said a, a, a strain a couple of days ago, but he's playing on it, so um, they have a couple of days off. Maybe he'll get a chance to rest it. Uh, I, we'll see. 
Bill, I don't think Frost will be a center in the NHL. I think they should be playing him on the wing, don't you think? No, I want to give him every chance to succeed at center. That's his natural position. Uh, he's a guy who controls the pace of games, makes things happen uh, with the puck on his stick. Um, will he ever be like that's? I, I don't think he'll be a one C because of I don't think he'll ever be great defensively. Uh, but we have Sean Couturier, so I'm not that worried about it. Uh, but they're giving him every chance to stick at center, and the fact that. Like, to start the – now, you know, with, with the Patrick uncertainty and all that, uh, you, you see a reason to um, – you, you see a reason to keep him at center now. Even if they don't think he's ready, you keep him there, let him continue to develop at that level, uh, continue to develop at that position, excuse me. Um, but, like, if they were in a rush to get him up here, they could have moved him to wing. But they pretty much see him as a center. Um I want to see how that plays out because uh, Danny B was a pretty damn good center. Uh, you, you're going to need to put him with uh, some guys who are good defensively, some, some, you know, some good, at least one good checker out there, even if it's, you know, Joel Farabee to me is a good checker, uh, especially as he learns uh, this league and gets up to speed and everything. He's already looked pretty good out there. Uh, like that's the kind of guy I can see being a great uh, line mate with a, um, with uh, uh, Frost centering. Raffle has proven himself at center for a brief time. I honestly would make changes and have TK, G, and Coots back together, especially with Coots not taking faceoffs. Do you not agree, Bill? Um, I'm not breaking up. Listen, to start the year, I thought it was crazy to break up Couturier and, and Giroux because they're just like a, a great duo to me. They're, they're, they fit each other's games perfectly. Um, but right now... I'm not breaking up the Limblom Konechny Couturier line. I just don't see a reason to. I'm fine rolling with the lineup the way it is. I don't think it's ideal long term, but right now we're just dealing with what we have. Um, I don't. I really don't want Raffle at three C. I'll tell you that. I think that has bad news written all over it. I like Raffle on the fourth line. If Raffle's on your fourth line, you probably have a pretty good fourth line and three good lines in front of it. If Raffle, if Raffle's playing in your top nine, it means you don't have nine top nine forwards. Uh, I I like Raffle on the fourth line. I think he's very effective in that role. Um, <clears throat> I want Giroux on the wing. I want him on the wing with Farabee and Hayes. That's what I think that line should be. Um, but we just have to wait for some sort of just some sort of decision to be made at three C whether. Patrick comes back or Frost comes up or they acquire somebody, who the hell knows, but something needs to be done in that position, uh, and I do not want Raffle. I'd rather just have Giroux at center right now than Raffle playing 3C. Speaking of rolling pucks, that seemed like the ice was awful towards the end there. I think we would have had uh, – I think we would have, would have had even more clear-cut chances in OT if pucks weren't rolling. Pucks roll sometimes. Um, yeah, it didn't. It looked like both teams were kind of fighting the puck a little bit. Uh, a lot of a lot of fanning on good chances. A lot of double clutching going on out there. Obviously, the turnovers were glaring at times. But eh, play through it. This is the NHL. Provy will be fine. He is growing slowly. I'm like, again, I I, I think Provorov has been pretty damn good this year for the most part but he just has to cut out the big mistakes, man. And he made, what, 10 of them tonight? Like, uh, 
I'll stick up for him all day. Uh, and I was skeptical coming into this season. After last year, I wasn't sure what we had in Proverall, but I think he really uh, showed signs of improvement for the beginning of this season. He was just really bad tonight. It has been far too long since anyone praised Phil Myers. Hey, this looks like a great time to uh, to praise Phil Myers. So thanks for that, Sam. He was awesome tonight. It's simple, Bill. Provorov is being overplayed and is tired. Give Ghost his minutes back on the power play. Um, I like Ghost with the other unit. Um, I, I like the way that's been working with Niskanen and Ghost on that uh, on the Couturier unit. Um, I want to see Sanheim. Um, I think Provorov has actually been pretty decent, but I do think he is playing too much. Uh, we talked about it on Wednesday on BSH. The back-to-backs last weekend uh, both go to overtime, and Provorov ends up playing over 55 minutes in you know two days. I, I know he's in shape. I know he's one of these iron men out there that can play through anything. Um, that's one of the things that makes him um, valuable, even when he's not playing well. He gives you above, you know, at least above replacement level play. Again, he sucked tonight. I'm not talking about tonight.